everyone, and welcome to our first episode of the Gaming Corner Podcast. Yay! Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm not joining in this. <laughs> in this set of podcast, we're uh, we're aiming to discuss some topics that are relevant to us as gamers, and specifically us who are all adults who play video games. I think that it's going to be a good time, and uh, yeah. So, joining me today, oh, by the way, I should probably mention this first, I'm your host, Jeff, and joining me today is Daniel, aka Dance Warrior. What's going on, Dan? Oh, um, doing great, just watching Adam eat dinner. Is that beer? Anyway, yes, hi, everyone, how's it going? It's iced tea. <laughs> Disappointing. Good to have you, Daniel, Sadness. and also joining hey. me is Adam. How's it going, Adam? Hello! What have you been up to? Hi. I just got back from the bar and feeding the calves. We had to pull one. That's what took so long. Oh, no. gosh. Dad pulled one, and I pulled them in. It sounds like the eventful <laughs> evening. Yeah. It sounds like a perfect way to lead into our next introduction. Henry, how are you doing? It's kind of fucked up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either, but let's roll with it. We're rolling with it. You know, pulling cows. Right, well, hi, hey. Henry. <laughs> Well, guys, it's good to have you all here. Thank you for joining me for this inaugural episode of the Gaming Corner podcast. Wait, do we break a champagne bottle? Good to be here, Jeff. All right, so... Mediocre at best. So today, guys, we have a very special topic to discuss. Uh, It's one that can uh, shed some light on us individually as gamers. Uh, The topic for today is why do we play video games? And specifically us... The four of us, Jeff, Dan, Adam, and Henry. Why do we play video games? So I'm gonna start off with Dan. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you up to bat first. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Dan, why do you play video games? Why do I play video games? That is correct. Oh. Why do you play video <laughs> games? Why do I play video games? Can you repeat oh. it one more time so the audience makes it, sure that a, we understand what the question a, is? It's like it's a simple question, right? But there's a lot to it. There's a lot there's a lot underneath this whole question, right? There there's a lot of ways this could go. Um but yeah, the simple question to start off with then is why do you play video games? Why do I play video games? I'm almost expecting Jeff to pull out a pen and paper. And just lean back in his chair and just start saying, so how does that make you feel? I hope that couch is comfortable, Dan. <laughs> should, should now, why do you play know, video games? <laughs> should tell me your problems. Should be noted that Dan is the one with the psych degree here. Hey! I can't pull out a pen and paper and psych myself. Call it schizophrenia. <laughs> because I so, think that would be a disorder. I mean, it's not a disorder. It's a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> boy oh boy you must you know a awful. rose by any other name <laughs> would be called a weed yep or more accurately for this case a garbage dump by any other name still stinks uh true Showered. so now really like getting that. so now getting, getting back, back to the question yeah why do you play video games Dan? that i steered off of because my brain was I always prefer the rose by any other name still has bloody thorns. Ah! That it does. So anyway. <clears throat> so I think why would I why did I play video? Why why would I know? Why did I why did I play video games? I think for me it was mainly um escape from reality 
and coping with the stresses of the day. And it's and it sort of grew into having um, this relationship with uh, a fantasy world that told a story and explore something that was unique at the end of the day. Okay. So yeah. you play video games to kind of immerse yourself in the story that the game is trying to tell or the world that is trying to be painted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you go a little bit more in depth into that? Like, what is it you're looking for in those stories? What helps you escape the best? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> that line just made me, that line just made me chuckle because the first thing I'm thinking is what makes you escape the best? And I just hear in the back of my mind, Weed. And I'm like, That's not the answer. <laughs> but no, what makes um what makes Escape the best is to a degree. A lot of the times in our world, some of the more complicated um, topics and uh, social issues that happen don't don't get either explained well, and so at times you can be sort of stuck as an outcast. And video games have a port where the social interaction and you being in the story isn't a hindrance. There's, I can't think of many stories where you're, you come into the story and you are seen as an outcast and you get shunned. But more or less, the people in it pull you in and support what you're doing and the adventures you're going on. And in this world these days, sometimes we just don't have that support for why we're going on this quest or this adventure. So it it kind of takes away sort of your ability to feel like what you're doing has purpose. Now I'm just having a moment. <laughs> it should be noted that Daniel is ADHD. Was like diagnosed ah. And on medication throughout high school for oh my his gosh. ADHD. I have stories about what those meds made me do. Yes, oh. I have stories about what you were like without the meds. I, I and can like, tell you, the parent I can eat anything. The parent-teacher conferences, the teachers are like, <laughs> we can tell when Daniel hasn't had his All meds. Alright, Adam, on topic! Stop talking about my <laughs> life and trying to discredit me. You big I'm not trying to discredit you. I think what you said was very valid, but I was just trying to put some perspective on it. Perspective you make it sound ADHD. like I should be playing a sad violin. Yes! Where's my the violin? the camera pans over a barren... Adam, Mom has flame. a violin. Adam, go get the violin. Mom has one. We know yeah, <laughs> I know she does, but I'm not getting up. I'm all ensconced. Oh, that'd have been funny. Plus, the audience can't see, like, the audience that can't see it. Anyway, so what's I mean, the point? They, I mean, they see Jeff, you. you gotta put that in. <laughs> Just put a stick figure at him with a little violin. Okay, Dan, that's all that I have for you. So to sum up those uh, first basic uh, thoughts, though, Dan, like, uh, you say that you play video games mostly as an escape from our current reality, and you're looking for stories that immerse you and kind of encourage you to go on the path that you've set for yourself and the game itself, the characters, the settings, etc. can encourage you, right? Is that what you're getting at? So as an addendum to that, Daniel, what are like 
your favorite games? Give me a, in no particular order, give us like a top three, top five. Oh, genre. Top, top three. Oh, no, no, don't go. I'm, I'm not going to go into genre because that's, that's the person that these games made me into and made me comfortable playing. But probably the ones I remember that I have the yeah, most the ones hilarious, memory. hilarious memory. The hilarious memory is, Adam will remember this, Croc, and whenever Rachel would come and babysit us, we couldn't beat that game to save the life of us. But there was there was Rachel just like, oh, I'm on the desert planet. Do, 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 do. And we're like, how's she on World 3? We can't get through World 2. These ice levels are evil. <laughs> Side note, I might be the only one here who hasn't played that game. Oh, I vaguely game. remember it. I never played it either. It's Daniel's game. I I remembered it quite a bit because I would just be chilling out when Rachel was done with like laundry. I would turn around and she was she would just be beating the game. That's like what she would do as her pastime. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> okay. I was expecting like, Dan to be like, she he just turned around. She was just like beating someone like physically, just beating <laughs> the crap know, out of him. Like, know, oh god, no, 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 no. Like, we make dinner wrong? and like we we eat and she would. Yeah. You know, she as like, a I would be remiss if I if I didn't mention this fact, being the Yoshi fanatic. <laughs> did you know that Croc originally was pitched to Nintendo as a 3D Yoshi game? You're a liar. Nah, I'm not. Well, like, Nintendo wouldn't accept it, it, so they went on and they're like, screw it. Like, mm-hmm. Let's just make our own character. Go over to PlayStation. So that's how Croc was born. It was originally going to be a 3D Yoshi game. Well, I mean, it would have been absolute dog shit. It, it would have been. Well, I, you know what? I don't know that for sure. No, it, it's kind of interesting sure. to think about what it could have been, though. But regardless, no, what we not. got is Croc. What's what's the second game that sticks out in your mind, Dan? Second game that sticks out in my mind is probably of the great trinity of PlayStation 2 games. I think things that stick in my mind is Sly Cooper. Oh, yeah. It's probably one of my favorites. Oh, you knew. You saw me play that first game, and I was just like, yep, over here. Yep, you got to do this. Yep, you got to... I knew that game inside and out because that was probably hands down one of my first favorite experiences in a video game. So the memories of that and then third would be probably Spyro. Spyro is still one of the most prominent ones. Spyro Year of the Dragon in particular was the game that we had. I, to this day, I have an emulator on my computer and I can played that game to the point where I can do the final boss without going to, into any of the levels. I just, I get 100% everything else, and then I just, right to the final boss. I just skip the I last I didn't even world. know that was possible. You can do it, well, but you Well, he need- means he doesn't even touch the last world. Like, he gets so much stuff on, like, the first how- first three worlds or whatever, oh, yeah. that he just skips you the last it. world and goes right gotcha. to the final I th- boss. I thought you meant without going into any of the levels at all. Yeah, I mean, no, this whole world. <laughs> Straight up hacked. Now, anyone that knows that game also knows that you have to have Agent 9 to back you up on that mission. So you still have to go and grab him. But I didn't have to get yeah. any eggs. I had 100 exactly. I 100%ed it. Because I, I loved that game. It was fun. It was unique. Diverse mechanics. Everything was very smooth. And, oh. Uh, let me think of... Sly Cooper, I just love to just chill out yeah. in the lobby. I was going to say, quick plug, circle. the recording he's talking about of Sly, of Sly Cooper is on the channel. Yes, we do have they, a... They recorded of him, the first him one. replaying it again in his adult life. So. Oh, in his adult life, in his third form, 
Before he evolves into his fourth form, we have recorded him to see if there was a difference in his abilities. <laughs> I would I would honestly try to speedrun that game. I I could give that a shot. Or not the speedrun, but sort of like the commentary speedrun challenge. Where I don't know if it's in the new version, but you have to get from point A to point B as fast as possible. And oh, I just broke the tip off my pen because I was just messing around with it. But I really did enjoy sort of the story of that game, the experiences of it, and honestly, it was a great game to start with. And I think the funniest story I have about the PlayStation Legacy is the fact that I have never paid full price for a PlayStation, and I have only received of them either through gifts or discounts. I have gotten my PlayStations all through Black Friday. Ask Adam. He knows this. I've received the PlayStation 2 as a gift for Christmas, and the PlayStation 3 was a Black Friday deal. And I think... Oh, I think I remember that. Like, uh, I I think I was just hanging out at your house that day. I didn't even know what Black Friday was, and, like, you're and you're like, oh, I have this enormous stack of games now. I'm like... What is this? <laughs> <coughs> and that was when the first Black Friday was born. <laughs> All no, right. but I went. That was one of the first ones I stood in a line. And I actually waited, and I got a PlayStation Three, Little Big Planet. And as time, as honestly as time has gone on, and I found different games and different styles. If I was to say which game that I resonate with. Now, instead of my first, my upbringing, the game I resonate with the most that I tell everyone to play, whether they like it or not, is um, The Room. The Room series. Now, fireproof gaming has evolved immensely. I have thoroughly enjoyed the, the way the game is designed, how the game handles movement, while the game handles puzzle solving, the difficulty in which the puzzles are. The puzzles aren't insanely difficult, where you won't get it, but it's a complex enough puzzle that it's just, it's beautiful. They work with an element called null in the games in which it gives three-dimensional space to two-dimensional objects. It's like Paper Mario, except you're able to see the entire like three-dimensional space where the 3D parts are. It sounds weird. You know how he shifts on an axis? <clears throat> And he you're goes doing, off. You're talking about another... Super Paper Mario, correct? Yeah, I think so. I don't know Paper Mario that well. I never played Th- it. That's but... the 2D side-scrolling <laughs> one where you can flip into 3D. Right. So imagine doing that except with puzzle boxes. So you look at a canvas and you just put on a lens and all of a sudden, oh, look, there's three-dimensional space inside something that has nothing. And I fell in love with that game because it was just super well-crafted. And it's an example of a true work of love. Now, now I'm just advocating for uh, the so room series. So now let's wrap that back around to the but initial yes. point, which was why do we play? Games? Why do we play like, video games? It, to me, well, at this I, point, it is evolved. I think, I'll, I think I'll come back to Dan. Uh, I've got a yes. Yeah, uh, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, I've, I'll come back to Dan. I've got a couple notes, and uh, we'll circle back to you, Dan. Don't worry. Oh, uh, of course. All right, Possible. let's move on to uh, Adam. Why do you play video games, my friend? 
you would ask me right as I'm typing. Um, <clears throat> you betcha. Uh, fucked. I'm an opportunist, man. <laughs> I look for those little nooks and crannies to get the most inconvenient. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, dude. Oh, yeah, it's, no. It's in. like he's an engineer. Although, although if you're anything like me, you've been thinking about this for the past, like, three years. Yeah, I know. Since we first had this discussion, like, about three years ago, yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, I don't know. I play video games. I guess I should start with the, the type that I play most. Um, I oh, enjoy I stuff. I enjoy stuff, you know, like Grand Strategy, like Paradox, CK2, EU4, those Crusader Kings 2, Europa Universalis 4, and, you know, between those two, I've got over 2,000 hours in them, just those two alone. To be honest, though, you um, did leave your game on overnight. Well, only <laughs> once or twice, but, you know. <laughs> I know. But lot. still. Anyway, the, um... <clears throat> Uh, let's see. I also play stuff like Factorio, you know, factory building, base building type stuff. You know, I've played Minecraft with Jeff and I play Minecraft on my own, but like, played Minecraft, I was gonna say, I do play League of Legends. I'm not very good at it. I play it just inner, just because, you know, all my friends do and, you know, just to play games with them. So camaraderie. Yeah, no, so, like, when it comes to, so, like, I was going to say, why I play a different video games is, is different reasons for different games. Like, I like the mental challenge that is, like, Factorio, the grand strategy, trying to hold together this long-running, elaborate, you know, plans and, and keep all the pieces moving and... I like that those kind of mental gymnastics. I like, you know, and I'll, like, turn them off and I'll still be thinking for, like, hours or an hour, like, you know, I'm doing something else about what I'm going to do next, why I should do that, what other options are there, like, can I get more out of this situation if I approach it another way? I like the, the mental stimulation that that, um... That makes sense. You like the games that really make you think, really push your brain. Yeah, but I also like the fact, I should note that I also like the fact that while they're making me think, there's also like a very uh, defined, that's the word I'm looking for, set of rules and um, and things you know, it's controlled. There's a limit to the number of variables in a sense. While, like, in in uh, real life sometimes, like, if you're working at a research lab and stuff, you're, you're, you're tackling the same problems, but the number of variables pushes infinite at a certain point, and it can get very, it can seem, like, very out of control. I was going to say, like, these types of games very much, especially, like, Factorio, play into, you know, like, I have a bit of OCD. I really like things to be ordered and... That makes sense. Really pattern. And, and so, I can... That can help separate uh, the games you're playing from, you know, your day-to-day thought or what you would be um, pursuing as a career. It's it's not something that, like, you're more in the mindset to think about 
work or daily struggles, but it's yeah. a more and if it it's ever a more gets... like controlled kind of situation where it still challenges your brain, but you can still just have a good time with it. Is yeah, and I should note with these types of games, especially, I go on streaks with them. Like I want to play one game, and then for like a week or two. I'm just like grinding, you know, in all my spare time, I'm just grinding that game out. And then I'll, you know, complete an objective. I'll get to a certain point and then I'll be done for a bit. And I think that's part of it is that when I get that, you know, it, you know, anyway, that's like one type of game I like to play. The second type that I was saying was like League of Legends and, you know, I play Magic too for that matter. You know, these types of games where it's about, interacting with you know my friends and people through the game more than playing the game itself like i hate playing league of legends without like at least one other person in the voice comms like like if i'm like if they're on a separate call and i can't get into it and everything i'll often just hop out just hop out of the group and do something else like i find like i don't necessarily play all that much league or stuff like that unless there's someone else there that I'm talking to, I know that it's, it's, you know, that social interaction thing is, is more what I do those type of games for. And then the third type of games is, I should note that I read a lot of books, like, you know, a hundred a year or more, most years, depends on the year. If I'm really busy, it doesn't happen because, you know, I just don't have the time. Um, but yeah, I love, I love to read. I've loved to read since like fifth or sixth grade. I've been reading full-length novels and and uh, I do that for personal enjoyment so I also in games that I don't necessarily want or have the skills to play very well I'll sometimes play for the story which is why I often play like RPGs and stuff like the those tactical RPGs where like it's chess PC battles and stuff can be, you know, turn-based chess PC type battles can be, I can really like them because I get into the story and I'm also figuring out how to do the, the gameplay. So I, I bring this up because like when I co-host streams with Jeff or, you know, co-host videos, um, I can get very into games that even though I'm not playing them, I'm following the story more than that. Cause I, I can really, so some games I really get sucked into because it's a well-written story, and I, I enjoy reading. I enjoy stories. So, those are sort of the three broad categories for me um, that I, you know, uh, that I like, that the reasons that I play games kind of fall somewhere in, in those three. Um, yeah. I think that... Okay. I think that that sums everything. Okay. Well, we'll we'll come around into a, a little more detail about some of those things. I might have a couple of questions for you, but that's uh, mm-hmm. that's good and insightful. Thanks for thanks for that wrap up, Adam. Uh, let's move on to Henry. Henry, my friend, why do you play the video games? I don't know. All right, guys, wrap it up. That's that's it for the stream. Thank you, thank you for joining. I just came here to. I just anyway. came here to play video games and walk away. Yep, that's it. Damn, we got it. Well, 
That was that was short and sweet. Love it. Mm. All right, but why no, do you play um, video games? I don't know. Well, start realistically. With what video games do you play? Would be a good everything, anything really. I, I really don't have. He wakes up in the morning. He snorts video games. I'd have to say that shit, out of all of us, Henry, you uh, you have the probably the broadest uh, interest in games. Uh, like whenever I'd we would, so. uh, whenever we would uh, co-host on um, on any of our Let's Play episodes, you were often one of the first people I would think of because if it was a game, Henry would be all into it. So, I mean, nine times out of ten, sure. But there's usually some games that are just, like, absolute dog shit that I think are the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Like that fucking, uh, what is it, that stupid goose game? So fucking oh, dumb. God. Why does what? that exist? What, Untitled Goose Game? I, yeah, that, that. Why is that a thing? What? You don't like Untitled Goose Game? Fuck no, dude. That looks so fucking stupid. Dude, you get to be oh, a butthole to all the people in the community. That sounds like it'd be right up your alley. Fuck Guys, that. I'll just do it in real life. I don't want to play oh, a game of shit. my life. That shit sounds stupid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right, well, raining it back that, in. That, that hot take Ooh, aside. Sometimes, sometimes I think we, we misinterpret memes as culture. <laughs> that, the hot take aside, um, you mentioned, well, more or less we mentioned, that you have a broad taste in video games. Is there a certain reason for that? or I get bored very easily. <laughs> Okay. Tension span's probably pretty subpar for that as well. I don't know. Probably why I'm able to play video games as much as I do, just because of the fact of, like, they keep my attention, especially the interesting ones. But nine times out of ten, I lose interest wow. very quickly in most of the games. That's why it's like I have such a wide variety, because, <clears throat> I don't know, it basically, it, like, my actual mood for wanting to play games switches so drastically and it's, like, such a hard, like... I don't know. It's, it, it's weird, too, because, like... Because I'm such, like, such a diverse uh, gamer when I'm in, like, a certain, like, mindset for wanting to play a type of game. Like, recently, I've been really wanting to play uh, Hollow Knight. Single-player fucking Metroidvania type of game. I can get and behind it's like, that. And it's, like, everybody's asking, hey... Do you want to play some multiplayer games? And it's like, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any interest in anything multiplayer right now. I just kind of want to go with this single story and just go into it. And then it's like, well, I want to play games with you. And it's like, I get that, but really in the mood to finish this story, and I want to see how this pans out. Plus, I'm really enjoying like this gameplay style, art style, music, all that kind of stuff. It's and like. That game had such a perfect balance of everything. It just kept me going with that too. That was the nice part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, I can know. get I can get behind that. Uh, now your taste in video games tends to change a lot, like you said. Uh, are there times where you're interested in playing those multiplayer games with friends and getting that camaraderie, or is that something that's kind of more or less out of your purview? I mean. I do it because I enjoy playing games with my friends in general, just because most of the time it's us dicking around in the game, acting yeah. like assholes nine times out of ten. I would say but, that's nine uh, times out of ten for any multiplayer game. Yeah, which is fine when that's what it is. Um, but, no, I'm usually not... I just can't do like the, the competitive multiplayer gameplay anymore, because it's just so uninteresting to me, because... Oh, sure. With the way that multiplayer has, like change it's not even like casual gameplay anymore it's more for like a competitive um 
climbing system and it's like i get that you actually then have like a reason to play competitively but it's like i just want to pick the game up play casually for like a couple hours if that for multiplayer and be done with it without having like super hard try hard like 100 percent. these people have hundreds of hours in the game and are like decimating me and it's like that's not fun this isn't interesting to me so that's why like multiplayers lately have been been becoming like less fun especially because this i mean the skill cap's probably up there just because those kids have obviously spent time playing the game more than i have which is fair and they should be able to but it's like from Mm -hmm. like a casual standpoint it's just so fucking awful (laughs) right i I feel like i feel like this is a good time to mention that I, I know that I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. We're all adults who like to play video games. Um, I'm an adult. We have lives. What? Exactly. Like we're, we're, all at different points in our, we're all at different points in our lives, and gaming isn't something that we do as you know a major focus it's something that we for yourself mortal (laughs) well for most of us it's a hobby and you're uh, making a living off it that's for damn sure my dude (laughs) but to tie tie that in uh to what henry is saying like you know for those multiplayer games we can often be outclassed by kids half our age that have all the time in the world to spend on these games and that can be frustrating yeah which i was gonna say i want to, to play a game, to get enjoyment and entertainment on it. I don't want a new lifestyle. Oh, I feel that. You were like, saying yeah. something, Ken? I, I was saying, like, it's fair that they are better than me, because they can put the time in, and that's yeah. totally understandable, but, like, there's just no, like, casual point of multiplayer, really, anymore, and it kind of sucks, too, and it loses a lot of, like, interest for me, because, like, Call of Duty is a pretty big one for me because I used to play that shit all day long mm-hmm. when I was in high school and that. And now it's like, try picking it up and everything, and it's just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These kids are like scoping me across the map and everything. And it's like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to go play something single player where at least then I can enjoy the game that I spent like 60 bucks fucking on instead. But even then, like, it, it's crazy too with like the prices of games because like you could spend like 60 bucks on this triple triple a title fucking game and it's like dog shit compared to like this indie company who's charging like maybe five ten bucks and their game's like the cat's pajamas it's amazing yeah now your uh, your issue with competitive multiplayer games i totally get that and feel that on a deep emotional level <laughs> But see, and it's it's not that I disagree with competitive gaming. I, I don't like. I personally watch a ton of com- competitive League of Legends, and I and quite enjoy it. I also sure, play it's just League not of Legends, enjoyable but for I don't us play League in. of Legends. Yeah, I don't play League of Legends competitively. It, you see, yes. so, like I, I have no interest in playing ranked and like battling it out with these people. It's not. Like, I can be very competitive with things, but that's not where I'm going to waste and my energy. Another, just, another interesting fact it. is, me and Adam both enjoy the game, but our rank really tells you a lot about sort of how much we've invested it. Both me and Adam, I think, are bronze and silver tier players. I'm, and I've always been silver. I hit gold once. And one and uh, our friend, our really close friend that keeps trying to be like, oh, you should play with me. He's almost platinum working towards diamond, which is an insanely high. He's been um, grinding. He's, he's, he he he's a very he plays different it tier so, player. So much. 
Oh, it, it was one of his favorite games when he was growing up. He just fell in love with it. Growing up a little bit older, but he's... It, it, like, he's younger than we are, which before, like, we all got to be our old fuddy-duddy mm-hmm. selves, and it's kind yeah, of some... Yeah, we like, I'm, I'm a like college, and there was only so sober. much time you can put into it. But and he did uh, it. He then he got it in high school, so... Mm-hmm. He got now, to gold, I think, in high school. Now, was, something I do want to... Something I do want to ask of you, Henry. Um, Your competitive multiplayer distaste. um, Does that apply to games like Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart? Like, there is a competitive scene for those, but also a more uh, more thriving uh, casual community. And you partake in Smash Bros., as I understand, right? Yeah, yeah. Smash... (sighs) Fighting games in general are also just weird, too. Like, I don't know. It kind of has to go by, like... I want to say genre by genre, but probably, like, obviously game by game, because you can't go with a broad spectrum of, like, every multiplayer game is going to be like that. Mm. Because, like, Smash Bros. does have a competitive scene, and it's pretty popular, and they do balance it towards the competitive scene. But even from, like, a casual standpoint, you can still pick the game up and, like, play with friends who are, like, that's probably the bigger thing is, like, how the 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 game is designed because like smash bros it's usually like 1v1 2v2 free for all um yeah for online it's usually 1v1 or 2v2s and then if you're playing with friends it's usually free for alls which is just the casual play for it and then if you want to play with the competitive standpoint you have the 1v1s and 2v2s that you can do and that's comparing people with like around your play level which is nice unless you have obviously people who can go on like a guest account or like their friends account go as player two and all of a sudden they're like way better than everybody else which right. case what can you do <laughs> so, so it sounds like the multiplayer games that you're more interested in are the ones that have um, a lower barrier to entry level that makes it easier to get into i mean that's the thing is like it's it, i want to just play a game to have fun and enjoy myself i don't want to like go balls to the wall crazy and make it like 24 7 my my every day every second thought but yeah. like if i do find a game like that awesome i i'm all all for that thinking about that game and that but once again because of like i guess my attention span i'll like drop that game within like a month of playing it and then it's just done like it just ceases to exist in my mind for quite some time until all of a sudden i get a craving and i'm like i could go for playing for this type of game i'm like I haven't touched, like, Diablo 3 in forever. I really want to grind in that game for, like, I don't know, a couple weeks. And then get burnt out on that and then go on to the next game. It, yeah. it is cool to have that kind of variable interest in gaming that, you know, no matter what kind of mood you're in, there's a game that you can sit down and enjoy. Which is, it is nice, and it's especially thankful to competitive gaming because it's put games on such a bigger spectrum of everybody's radar so it's like more popularized it's more common to play video games now instead of like oh yeah more people than playing ever. games and be like you're just wait oh sorry sorry I go think, ahead adam i think the term we're looking for it, it's more culturally accepted perhaps yeah yeah absolutely where it's like not like people are like oh you're playing video games you're wasting your life away or some shit like that or like you could be out doing so and so instead it's like yeah i could be but like for like bang for my buck i'm probably going to enjoy buying a game playing it for x amount of hours and have more fun doing that than going out and doing some stupid bullshits but it's also like during the fact that we have like 
COVID pandemic going on too. It's oh, that's like, really amped it up too. Like, what else am I going to do? Right. Yeah, that like Some anything indoors exploded because of that. Yeah, anything indoors or like you just staying home, being able to do stuff is like the best time to do it. And it's like if you played video games before, it's like this is like your heyday now. <laughs> I hear that. Well, okay, yeah. that's that's a good point that I'd like to come back to, uh, Adam. You were yeah. gonna say something? Yeah, I was gonna say like I, I think kind of the the core bit I was gonna try and distill out there is that I, I play a game to enjoy it to relax and, and you know to a certain extent relax but i mean I, i'm not like sitting here with cucumbers over my eyes like humming a zen <laughs> tune like like I, like competitive gaming at a certain point starts to feel like um it's it, like playing like i used to play solo queue and ranked in, in league of legends quite a bit you know, years ago now, back at college more, and it the, the grind of it and everything, and for a while I was kind of into it, I was so into the game that, you know, why not? But, I don't know, just the environment, the, you know, stress of it all, just like that on top of, it was like, boy, if I wanted this kind of stress, I could go and work on my senior project for a little while, you know, like, yeah, I like, think that's why I fell away from the game, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. You were super into the grind. You wanted to play ranked, and I was I'm all... Too and, into it. Yeah, you got too sucked into, like, the competition. I want to be better. I want to play this ranked that you got out of it. And that's fine. I'm much more casual about it. Like, I'll play ARAMs. I'll play normals with people. and every, like, like, you know... You know, I, I enjoy interacting with people and playing the game with them, and and, and that's just I, that's where I pull my enjoyment from. And I'm not going to waste my, you know, like I I can only take so much stress in my life at a given time. And you get to a, and I learned this in high school, like two times, and then we did a repeat performance several times in college. You know, because I'm sl- I'm slow to learn lessons, but um, you can only have s- I-, I find I can only have so much stress in my life in in a given time, and I really stressed about you know getting good grades, doing well in college, all that stuff. And if I stress out too much, if I overload the kind of stress load I can take, it starts to negatively impact all sorts of things in my life. Oh, sure. And even my physical health, like, I start getting nauseous more, I have gastrointestinal troubles, like, you know, little things, and you don't even realize that they're stress-triggered until you finally are out of, like, the stretchal situation, and then you think back, like, boy, since this this last month, since I was out of this stressful situation, I'm feeling a lot better. Oh, jeez, um, I know how that feels, Adam, like, trust me. And that's the thing, like, like sometimes these competitive games, yeah, it's fun, it's competitive drive and everything, and I suppose if you're very into it, and, and, and you know, very into it, and, you know, can let it consume your life, um, and that's what you want to do with your, your life, like a professional player, that is their job, that is their life, like, why are they so good at this point, like these professional players, like, well, A, they did let it, it was, like, they pushed incredibly hard for it and now it is their life it is their job they like this is like their stress budget as it were in the game is 
in the game. Their stress budget is entirely devoted to the game. Right. Like, because that's their job now. That's, like, the underlaying, you know, and so, like, and that's that's fine. It's just I don't want that type of stress in my life, that kind of competitive multiplayer stuff. Like, I will play it, and I'll get sucked in, and I'll get my competitive... I'll get competitive about it. And I found that that is... That can... That's, like... It's too much. I should... I need to... That it can suck me... It's it's something I shouldn't do, because there are more important things to waste my energy on, or waste it to sure, use like, my energy productively on. Yeah, than, since, since gaming is not our main focus in life, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. like... We've all got lives, and really, if Jeff it's... has baby, if all the toys on the ground didn't indicate that behind you. For those of you in audio format, or if this oh, yeah. video is just no, audio format, sorry. we've got I I, for, I forgot we're not in video. The... I, we we a couple of us have our face cams on, so we can we can signal each other what we're going to talk. So I can I can see all the baby toys on the ground behind Jeff. Yeah, there's those there's are a Jeff's lot of toys. <laughs> No, those, those, those are just Jeff's Again, with One the, of them uh, was on the floor the earlier. Interesting hobbies. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know, I, I have a, a wife and a child. And, uh, you know, the living room, which is where I'm currently recording from, uh, it, I mean, it's the living room. And, you know, this is where Jeremiah spends a large amount of time playing on the floor. So there's toys strewn all about. And, yeah, he... Funny story. He recently, uh, he recently started crawling, and uh-huh. uh, I expected so. He was sitting up last time I was up there. And that was yeah, it's story. crazy. And like, he's drawn to everything, as you know, babies are. Like, ooh, that's a thing. I want to touch it. I want to put it in my mouth. You know. But he's been crawling over to my bookshelf recently, and like, I've got books on the bottom shelf, and he's been like, you know, clawing away at those. And Sky posited that. He was trying to get up to the second shelf where I have two Yoshi plushies. <laughs> and I think that's accurate because I gave him I gave him the smaller one and he really enjoyed it, but like I was playing with mine with him and uh he was just trying to grab mine the whole time. <laughs> but it was insanely cute. I loved it. So, I guess the next step is Jeff, you need to answer your own question. So, why do you play video games? So, uh that's a tough one, Adam. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, as I just indicated, uh, I am kind of at a different point in my adult life than, you know, the rest of you guys. Um, I am married. I have a child and a full-time job. And, you know, frankly, I'm busy. And I don't really have time to play video games, you know, in my spare time anymore. Like, what spare time? But I spent a few days thinking about this, and, well, I should probably go ahead and preface, I do play video games on the weekends, but it's mostly for live streaming, or if I'm trying to work on a YouTube video, it's not so much that it's not a hobby, so much as the main focus of the hobby isn't necessarily just playing the game, so most of the time that I'm playing a game, it's for a live stream, it's for a video recording for something I intend to produce. Like, lately I've been playing Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, I'm wor- I'm trying to work on a video uh, comparing Yoshi's Woolly World and Crafted World. More on that on my channel, but 
I'll plug that later. <laughs> um, and it's not that I don't enjoy those games. It's just when I play them, it's not just because I want to play the game. In fact, the last time I sat down and played a video game just because I wanted to play it uh, was in July, a few months ago. Uh, I played The Messenger because I'd been sitting on my Switch for a while. But I'm beating around the bush too much. Uh, I thought about it a lot, and I think that the reason that I play video games when I have time to is that it's a very familiar kind of feeling. It's a familiar hobby that I don't have to think too much about. Uh, What separates it from other media for me is, I don't know if you'd call it nostalgia or just, you know, it's kind of integrated into my day-to-day thinking now. Like, I can sit down and play a video game, and when the game tells me to hit the B button, for example, it's as natural to me as raising my right hand. I don't have to recalibrate my brain to think about it so it's easy to sit down and start up a game and just be in the mindset for it and unwind after a hard day of work or if i've got an hour or two when sky is putting jeremiah to bed um if i've got some time unwind that's my go-to is is games because it's just natural I I can't sit down and watch a movie or a TV series or read a book as easily because it's not that I can't enjoy those things. It's that I kind of have to recalibrate my brain to really be in the mindset to enjoy it. Like, I sit down and watch a movie and I'm like, okay, I got to recalibrate my brain to think, you know, follow the plot. What's going on? And try to predict what's going on in the movie. That might be a result of some of our classes in high school, but I digress. Um, I mean, I critical can't just... thinking is is never a never. A it's detriment. it's enjoyable to do. It, it, it can but... it can ruin your enjoyment of things sometimes, but it, That's it's just... not. It it's not really a bad thing. Critical thinking about something is always. Oh good. yeah, it's totally. Ju- it's just that sometimes it can, it, it if how can I say this? If you're critically thinking about it and it's not good, it can really ruin your enjoyment because you just can't overlook it. <laughs> it it's not only that, but the uh, whole critical thinking aspect of it. It's not that it's bad. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I love tearing apart movies. <laughs> I do. But it's an obstacle to me unwinding after a hard day of work or a hard day with my day-to-day responsibilities, whereas gaming doesn't have that inherent <coughs> obstacle to it. I can just sit down and unwind very, very easily playing a game. I, I have a interject interjection, if I would. Go for it. Yeah, go ahead. I'd, I'd like to uh, ask Jeffrey the question: Is it because there are more um, active and uh, participating parts to video games, whereas it's- sometimes sitting down, you're doing nothing, so you're kind of are you like lost in your thoughts, so that you just feel like you know after you've done so much, you feel like you should be doing something to lie down rather than doing nothing. I think that does kind of play a role in it. Um, I I remember distinctly when I first realized I didn't really enjoy watching movies with my family. They kind of took it hard, and my mom was like, "Why don't you kind of? Why don't you want to just watch a movie with us?" I'm like, 
because it's boring. I want to do something. Like I, I feel Goes like out, starts chopping wood. <laughs> I, like I, I really do like the interactive aspect of it. Like I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm not getting a sense of accomplishment from it so much. Just it feels good to sit down and like my brain's still working, right? Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting down and mindlessly watching something, or, and like I don't have to recalibrate my mind to be doing well, something I, in the game. So, so would, would you say that it's like um. This like, it's occupying your mind enough. Like, sometimes I find the same issue. I can't turn my mind off. Like, I I, I can turn it to something else, but I can't turn it off. And mm-hmm. so, I need something that's going to um. In in, like just sitting down and watching a movie, I. It, it, I, it has to... Like a really good movie now, there are some movies and shows that snag my attention and, like, I'm fully focused. Sure. But even then, I, um... Like, even with those, sometimes it's, it's you know, like, like, so, like oftentimes, like, if we're gonna watch a movie or something, I'll have a game that isn't, like, super that i can like sort of look up from it's it's like i can pause it or whatever and i'll have that going and like oh look that's the interesting bit i'll watch that of the movie you know and then i'll look back at the game and do some stuff i'm like listening to the movie and like what it's saying and i'll look up periodically to watch what's happening but like it's not taking enough of my attention like sometimes if i'm reading a really good book i'd rather go read that book and like and understand that the difference is when i'm reading a book Adam, I'm sorry. It's am just I gl- his inter- no, oh, no, I was going to say, his, am I glitching out internet. or is it Adam? No, 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 it's no, in. No, it's not you, Jeff. Uh, oh, it looks like we might have you back. Well, there it goes. No, I missed yeah. a picture. Yeah, okay, I'm you. back. Okay, so where did I cut out? And I'll pick it back up for you guys. Oh no, Adam, uh, you were I don't you were talking about how. <laughs> Uh, you can play a game and kind of like sparingly pay attention to the movie. Okay, yeah. So like, I'll have like Factorio has been one recently, but like some game where it's like I can pause it. It's sort of a long running thing, and I look up, I watch the movie, go back, you know, and then like I'll be listening to the movie the whole time, but I'll be doing something else. Or um, when I uh, so, you know, there are times when I'm reading a really good book. And I want to go off and read the book, not watch a movie right now. I'm in this story right now, and I want to focus my attention on that story. And when I'm reading a book, I am consuming information at a much higher rate. I'm reading much faster than the than the movie is throwing information at me, unless it's like a very unless the information is visual, like it's the pictures that it's conveying all the information with. Right. Like the actual like I'm. I'm like I need some not that I can't watch a movie sometimes. Like sometimes I just want to sit down and like watch something. But normally I I I like I need more engagement than that than I than I'm getting sometimes from watching from just watching visual media mm-hmm. to for entertainment. Like I need to keep my brain active more. Though there have been times, like I've said, where like if I'm really exhausted and my brain feels like it's overheating, sometimes I just want something mindless to do. But that's often not the case. Usually my brain's running, like, 
I can't stop thinking. And so I, and my brain will just go all over the place. And so like, I need enough to pull my attention to something. Right. To stop my, to stop my brain from wandering. That's, you know, but it's more or less, but it's more or less wrap up why I play video games. It's yeah, more I was or less say, because toss it back to you here. Yeah. It's mostly because it's just a familiar activity to me that I don't have to think too hard about to enjoy. I don't have to switch my brain to a, a gaming mode. Like that's just kind of a that's just kind of a part of it. Um but overall it's just because I can sit down and enjoy a game by default after a long day of work I can use it to unwind. And that that's pretty much it. That's well, I, I think we should also mention, I mean, if people are, you know, watch the Yoshi Fanatic, they know, but like, what, you play Nintendo games, and you play games that tend to be in a very specific nostalgic vein for yeah. you. And I, th- yeah. I think that's, that's like a, a point of note here, is that he's not saying, any game, I can just sit down and like, it's... It, no, oh, he's yeah, saying that, yeah. like, it's, it's he's a talking very about... specific subset of games that I enjoy, and I think that <laughs> that that's he has m- mastered. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, uh, like it's a subset of games that I enjoy. I think because of that familiarity, that's actually something that I want to go into further detail with uh, with you guys. The, no. So, Daniel, you mentioned <laughs> that the reason that you played video games is that you can escape into a world where you can interact with the characters and the world, which encourage you to move on with your journey. Adam nope, mentions nope, that's me. Adam mentions <laughs> that uh, he likes to play games that challenge his brain with controlled challenges, and also plays games that involve interaction with friends, and sometimes plays games with the story when he wants to change a pace. Um, and Henry uh, has a very broad taste in video games. And can bounce from game to game, but just gets in the mood to play a game sometimes. I, I want to note that that I I want to kind of slide in here that sure. I very much understand like Henry's like he's like going through phases. Like I do that too. I will go through very distinct phases of what even game I want to play. Like sometimes I'll read a book and it's a space opera, you know, it's sci-fi. I'm like I want to play a sci-fi game now. And so I, I dig out something like that. Or I read a book and it's fantasy and it's like I want to play something, you know, historical or fantasy. Like sometimes other things that I'm doing, I think, boy, I would like that game would be good. Like I go through phases as well. Like I'll cycle between games, you know. I have a more narrow palette than Henry does. Like there's a smaller selection of games, but I do cycle between them and the different types all the time. Right. Right, and then um, me, I'm... Oh. Go ahead. Okay. And for me, I'd say I'm the... Um, I'd almost say I'm the experimenter, or the experimentalist in the group. <laughs> as strange as that sounds. But I have played almost every genre of game. I have favorites almost in every... I want to say every style. I have... Uh, one of my favorite sort of Dark Souls game is The Surge. One of my favorite uh, puzzle games comes from The Room. Oh, that's a good game. The Surge? No, Room. Fuck Surge. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Dark Souls with Max? Have fun Dude, with this. No, fuck that. Fuck Max. Max are that's, so stupid. That's one of my. I really enjoyed the it. Dark Souls of genres nowadays. 
Well, Dude, fucking Hollow Knight's a, a Dark Souls Dark Souls game. game. Yep. A yep. little bit. No, that's not exactly. That's Metroidvania. That comes that's from a Metroidvania with yeah. Souls aspects to it. Well, what's funny is Metroidvania sort of created Dark Souls in the timeline. <laughs> I uh, I no. don't complicated so. skill based combat. No, no, Metroidvania. Exactly. Metroidvania <laughs> I don't is... think Metroid's high for its like skill cap there. No. Me- Metroidvania, I would say, is adjacent perhaps to Dark Souls, but they are distinct. Hmm. There's more of a I, challenge playing a Dark Souls esque game than a Metroidvania game. I Metroidvania the... is like run around, collect, go back, open, expand, repeat. Yeah. Well, and that's, the more, that's the like more the Metroid, focus for the but Souls like, games. Think is... about Castlevania. Well, well Ca- the Castlevania, like the enemies are a lot simpler, and the the obstacles is more just the placement of it rather than you know the attack patterns that you have to really pay attention yeah. to. But um, yes, it, they are they are very they are different, of course. But I'm saying like they're they are adjacent. Like there's definite similarities we could draw. Uh, like for us as as gamers who have admittedly. Even you, Jeff, have sampled a wide palette of of games. We you know oh, yeah. we can we can argue the that they're very different things. But if it was someone who was less into those style of games, like reading the thought, like watch, like you know, watching a short video, reading the thumbnails, and like quick descriptions, you'd be like, "Oh, it's like this difference. What? What di- difference? Difference? Like you, like." Like we could clearly pick out the differences, and they're there. It's just that they're, you know, if you step back a bit, they are quite adjacent. All right. And, I, and I like guess I could overall, see that. Like their um, overall layout, large sprawling world. You're probably gonna have to backtrack through it, it in chunks. Like there's some pretty high difficulty sections. Metroidvania tends to lead more on platforming difficulty than platforming and exploration. More, yeah, platforming, exploration, that kind of stuff is where the difficulty, the tools all wrapped around, where in Dark Souls it's very much the combat that it's all wrapped around. But they both have, like, exploration, large, sprawling worlds. They tend to theme very similarly. You know, vast, ancient castles, and, you know, gothic architecture, stuff like that. Right. Like, when I think Metroidvania and I think Dark Souls, that's what pops to mind. Right. Now, I do want to bring the reins back around. Ancient um, ruins. The reins are coming back around, baby. Snap! snap. Yep. Open, okay, come on. Whenever I open now, my pull mouth, us back on either, track, Jeff. Now either we, drive the train straight or straight into a river. <laughs> we've mentioned uh, what our reasoning, basically, for playing video games is. Uh, I have a question for you guys. How does that reasoning for playing video games, your motivation for it, how does that shape your daily gaming habits? How does that make the games fit into your daily schedule? I wake up, I eat breakfast, I play 548 hours of Fortnite, I go to sleep. Ugh, and he does that every day. I don't know how he does it. And then repeat. It's called <laughs> Time Paradox. <laughs> Boy. Okay, yes. Yank on those reins some more, Jeff. Right. We're not there yet. Alright, what about you, Henry? How does that... How does your motivation for playing games um, form your, you know, how games fit into your life? I don't know. Uh, basically pans out to if I have time to play something and I'm in the mood for it, I'm going to play it. Because, like, it's not like 
don't know, some days it's nice to just, like, take a break in general from everything, and it's just like, I'm gonna do a nice reset, and then we'll see where I, uh, I land after I get done with a day of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, typically days off, it's like, alright, what game do I want to play? Oh, I've been in the mood to play this game. Play that game for probably most of the day while doing miscellaneous shit around the house and everything, and then there's my day. <laughs> so, I don't know, there's... That, not that like it, goes... I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm forcing it into my schedule by any means. It's like if it's if it's convenient and I have the time for it and I'm able to do it, sure. But like if I got other shit to do, it's back burner. Yeah, yeah, totally. That makes sense. And that does go along with your kind of, you know, flowing between different genres of games. You seem to be a very fluid gamer. Like, uh, like you seem adaptable to genres and schedules. Uh, it, it seems very fluid. I don't like fluids, but thank you. <laughs> well, considering that you're probably between 70 and 90% of a fluid, like, we're comprised mostly of water. I hope you like fluids. You can't prove that. <laughs> Want to uh, dehydrate you, see how much is left? How about you, Adam? Uh, where um, do games fit in for you, for your schedule, as a result of why you play them? Um... I was going to say, it's somewhat, I think the answer is somewhat similar to Henry's, is that it, it's, when I have, when I have time, um, it boils down to, if I've got something else to do, i got something else to do, and, and it's got to be done. Last, last week, I had to fix the vacuum, and then I spent, I spent a half hour, halfway up a crawl space hunting for a dead mouse, which was a oh, big Oh, that sounds sucker. like a jolly good Oh, time. it was fun, yeah, no, like. But, you know, like, you know, would I prefer to be playing video games for my own, you know, enjoyment? Sure, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Um, like, you know, we had to move in all the plants um, when I have time. But, like, I think perhaps enlightening to your, your, like, your question is, like, when I have some free time, sometimes I'm reading a book and I won't even, like, look at my computer. My computer will just sit there for several days i'll just be into reading a book like the last few weeks month i've been very off reading books which is strange for me because normally i'm super into them but i just like i hit a weird spot where i'm not and i'm sure in another week or two i will some book will catch my attention or i'll think about it and all of a sudden i'll be back into reading and i'll jump between reading you know, reading things, and and I do have an audiobook I'm I'm really into, but because it's the audiobooks coming out so slowly, I'm doling those out. So I'm only listening to them when I'm in the car and, and trying not to like. I'm trying to savor that one. It's a real good one. I'm getting off topic, but anyway. So like when I like have time to sit, to sit to play games, I'll get down. I'll like check Discord. You know, is someone on? Are they like you know in league or something? Do you want to play with me? And then if no one's on, I might like check YouTube and see if any of, you know, the things that I watch, there's something new I should watch. And then after that, I'll be like, okay, what do I want to play right now? Like, what's 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 this, the game du jour, as it were? Like, what am I working on? Okay, like, let's, you know, Factorial, let's find some good, good music or a long podcast, set that sucker up, and we're going to pound out, you know, I'm going to work on this next section of Factorial, or, you know, whatever the, like I said, whatever the game is, like, it's, like, if no one else is, wants to play, play with me, which makes me sound like a five-year-old, but, 
Um, <laughs> then I'll I'll play. No with, one wants to play with me, mom. I'll uh, I'll cut oh, I'll cut and play my my single player games. And having said that, sometimes I um I'll be in a single player game. And I'm so into it. I'm like, no, no, I've, I've got to play this like Henry. But more often than not, I'm like, okay, I'll save this. I'll put it on the back burner and I'll come play. Whatever with with someone else, because I, you know, but, you know, but at the same time, there are times that I'm like, no, 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 I am hard focused on th- this game right now, this story, I am into it, and like, you know, like, I I have this problem with, with books, like, if I'm really into a book, I will sit, like, I'll, like, I'm just gonna, you know, go to bed here, I'm gonna curl up, I'm gonna lay down, I'm gonna just read my book till I fall asleep. I'm looking over at 6 a.m. The sun's up. I'm still reading because I'm so into it that it it like gives me energy. I'm like into the book and I'm just going to be into it, not put it down until it's finished. Because like the Mm. I'm into the story and and I can't can't put it down like I can do that. Like I can stay up all night reading a book and I will pound through some long thing in like a day and a half. Oh, like there was 36 a sto- hours I can chew through like some 500 page monstrosity and afterward I'm like like I'm like like somebody who's like went to a feast and just stuffed themselves I'm like I think I overdid it a little bit I need sleep but like I, I can do that with games too like if I'm more if I if something catches me and I'm really into it I'll like I have to stop myself because I'll just you know uh, Daniel you were going to say something I have a sound effect for you uh Go ahead, Dino. Oh, yeah. That was mine. Oh. <laughs> Adam almost launched off again. He was so excited. No, I was, I was trying to <laughs> to wrap up my segment there, so that's, like, how but, I approach oh, I was adding, games. I was adding to your segment, because another a very popular moment that me and Adam had was when me and Adam were playing Borderlands 2 together. <laughs> and he was Commander, I was Gunzerker. We Understand, were playing this was, it. This was high school. Oh, yeah. We were playing it. And just like, oh, we'll just keep playing it until we get tired. And we got really far in Borderlands 2. We didn't actually beat the game. We still need to do that. But we had played it. And then the next thing you know, I just, I, we were playing. I die. And I'm like, son of a. And I turn around. And I see there's a light outside the window. And then I pause the game. I go, Adam, what time is it? And you, Adam goes, what do you mean? There's light outside the window, Adam. We both, he looks over. Uh-oh. And we go downstairs. And we had played from like 9 p.m. to about 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> I, I now, don't know if that's a question, but was this a school night? No. Uh, no. no this, was was the summer be- this was the summer oh. before I went to college. College, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. We were, so we like, were that's why that we never up. finished it, because we were playing it together. And then and it I, just... And like when I went to college, oh, yeah. we were on quarter... We were, we were on these weird quarter system and i spent essentially three months at college and i didn't come home so i was just gone mm-hmm. and a lot right. of things changed adam no, died you guys you guys <laughs> brought up an interesting uh an interesting little topic there uh, the multiplayer and getting yourselves invested in it but i have mm-hmm. a real quick question for you guys mm-hmm. a lot of gamers that at least i'm aware of uh multiplayer was a big aspect for them getting into video games was that the case for any of us Call of Duty Zombies. What, what do you mean multiplayer in this? Call sense? Of so Duty when Zombies. when we were kids, for example, was one of the big driving factors 
of playing a video game, the fact that you can play it with someone and spend time with someone. Was that a big but draw for you? I actually have a very interesting story about that. Um, so so we, we all risk. know, you know, Chase. <laughs> oh yeah, Chase. Man, do, do you know how? Do you know how we uh, like became friends? Oh, enlighten me. Enlighten our total adoring war- audience. Medieval total war. Total War One. Really, I would mm-hmm. not have guessed that. We yep. became like he played. He well, he doesn't anymore because he has kids now. But he doesn't play nearly as much. But he used to play the Total oh, Wars avidly, and um, it was he's a history buff too. And huh. so like we were we were friends, just like you know we knew each other at school. And it turned out that we both really wanted to play this game. And I forget if he didn't have a computer that could manage it at his house, and he did or something. Anyway, so he came over, and that's how we like he was like the like one of the very few friends that would like come over to like we'd visit each other's houses and stuff like i i was mm-hmm. not a super social person he was like one of those people that was because of playing like medieval total war like all sorts of games i played with him on the computer and like on kind of, like you know yeah so that was very being, interesting mm-hmm. so that, that was what not that i don't play didn't play a ton of games by myself at the time but like one of the huge draws, you know, one of the th- it's why I always want to play with people with a lot of these games because it's like I'm I huh. can be very antisocial sometimes and just want to sit in my my own little corner, my own little chair, big chair, and um, <laughs> and just do my own thing, read a book, just be very. I, I'm not a super like I don't need people around me. In fact, too many people around me is very. I don't mind it for a little while, but like being at a social setting, a party, like when it comes to a party and my mother is like this too, we're right to the, Oh, the grill needs managing over to the side. Sure. But the, the idea that a game brought you closer to a friend, that's, that's actually kind of one of my best and oldest friends was because of a, because of a game. So you would say that multiplayer does play a pretty big role in your life as a gamer. Them. Yeah, like so the social interaction of different games is like not all games. Like I put like I said, I play a ton of single player games that have but like one of my favorite times is if we can make our schedules line up is like playing like five people in EU four, we're all running different countries. Or CK two, we've all got like we've played games of like um with Cooper and his gang. I've played games oh, where like we man. all take a I, different I remember. family in Venice. I and so remember. we're all fighting each other to see who gets to be the doge this time. So, like, oh, we're trying to expand Venice and, like, make Venice, like, a super powerful country in the game. But each of us is playing a different family. So, like, we're trying to assassinate the other people or, like, get ourselves back on top. So we're like, oh, So multiplayer is still a big portion of, uh, it's, of, yeah, I don't know if it's a of your big enjoyment. Portion. I, think I don't know. Funniest... It sounds like it is. It, but yeah, Daniel is say, trying is to... A, Daniel's trying to get a point across. What's going on, Dan? One of the funniest things I still remember was just coming down and being like, oh, I had to stay after school. And my family's like, oh, yeah, just find Adam and, uh, you know, we'll all go home together. Just walking (laughs) into Mellenbacher's room and just seeing Adam and Cooper and I think Chase all lined on that computer back area. No, you got the wrong people. It was me and Henry, Daniel. Oh, it was so, you and Henry. So, Henry, the other person in oh, this call, you want to know how, how we, like, became friends? It's Over somewhat of an elaborate curve. story. I'll try and condense this way down. Yeah, lighting. Um, <laughs> a lot of so lighting. <laughs> I ended up 
go. We ended up winning state, the state environmental championship of the FFA, and being invited to the um, national convention of the FFA in Indianapolis in like September, October. Into actual like school was on, and we were going to take a long weekend to. We it was a long weekend, and we were going to the international competition. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, so I had a study hall, a free period, last period of the day, and that overlapped with Mr. Mellenbacher teaching the environmental science course. And so I got standing permission to just go to Mellenbacher's shop. Like I would come into study hall, wave at my study hall teacher so she knew I was there, and then I would go down to the shop and okay. and go to the computers in the back, and I, and I would do research or I'd work with our environmental team to study up for the competition. But that was only the first month and a half of school. Henry also would come to the shop every day to play games on the computers in the back. <laughs> Sounds like you're back Henry. computer room. <laughs> yeah. And so Henry and me started playing Sins of a Solar Empire, and we play it for four, you know we play it for that study hall every day if we didn't have other things to do. So that's how I met. That's how I ended up. Well, I met, met Henry before that. He was in our class, so like of course I knew him. But like that was how I became friends with Henry. What so do you like, think, Ken? Any any thoughts to add to that? No, pretty spot on. Uh, it was fun trying to figure out how to install video games on the school computers and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, no, Henry had a whole elaborate. Like I, like, I had like the with. actual disc, you know, and everything. So we're like using the disc and ripping the program. Oh, it was a whole mess. You know, looking yeah, back at that, that sounds like fun. Well, it was, was a good time. We had a ball because <laughs> it was it was like by my senior year, I completed most of my college courses the year before. So like I had. I wasn't um, particularly overloaded, so it was pretty fun. Um, I did a lot of extracurricular stuff that year. But, you know, uh, thinking thinking of the video games bringing you guys all together, um, that actually makes me think of when I started hanging out with you guys more. Um, Adam and Daniel, uh, I hung out with them quite a bit, good. starting like. I knew you guys before this, as I've mentioned in uh, previous videos on this channel, or Volatile Upgrade for those of you audio listeners. Um, Adam and I have known each other since preschool, which is mm -hmm. crazy, but we didn't really start hanging out until about sixth grade, um, mm -hmm. which was when uh, uh, your mom told my mom that, hey, there's this karate class in, in uh, fill-in-the-blank town that... You know, we, uh, that Adam and Daniel are into, uh, why doesn't Jeff come and join? And that's when I started hanging out with you guys and we kind of hit it off. But mm -hmm. for the rest of you guys, Henry, Tyler, well, not quite Chase and Michael to this, uh, at this point, but at least for Ty and Hen, um, I started hanging out with you guys more when we started playing League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... That's that's interesting because, you know, had I had you not brought that game forward, uh, I probably wouldn't be as close to Henry and Tyler as I am, and that's really interesting. Like, I I think it's interesting how games can bring us together in that way, and like, look how far we've come now. Yeah, like, so you like, guys are the default people I talk to on Discord here. Yes. So just an interesting note is that of my like oldest. And like the friends or, or the pe the, my friends slash you know the people I interact with my friends like my Daniel's my brother, Tyler's my cousin once removed, and 
So like those I'd interact with quite a bit just because we're related. But for then, better or for worse. Yeah, and then and then Jeff, of course, I've I've known since preschool. Like we go to the same church. Like we're that's how we know each other. But Chase and Henry, two two of my closest friends, are I met because of video games through video games and the interaction involved around them. That's how I, I mean, they were in my class, but they're of my classmates. Those are the only ones that I still like are in close communication yeah. with. Yeah, definitely. And so like, and yeah. uh, for me, like, uh getting to know chase and michael better kind of was by proxy video games but it was when we started volatile upgrade uh that i really got to know those two so by proxy like aside from adam and daniel here the rest of you guys i got to know better because of video games which i think that's interesting i think that's cool like it kind of bucks that sort of stereotype that we're all neckbeards that hang out in our mother's basement and don't get out and talk to anyone at all and I, I think I think that's the I think if we have to distill down something from this whole conversation, the reason we want to have this conversation and talk about video games and these things and the reason that we see them as a positive influence in our life, or at least not a negative one, is these things, is the fact that we have met people who we've become lifelong friends with because of them. And, and that has you know, just like, you know, other people, you know, through sports or through something else, that was the media through which they met and connected and interacted and the parts of their lives that they, um, what's the word I'm looking for, that they shared with people that were like their mutual interest. That was the part of their lives that was like a mutual interest that they could always be talking about, like, like that is video games for us. Yeah, that's, and that, it's kind of like a connecting thread for us, like that we wouldn't otherwise. Well, maybe it, we would have otherwise, but it much yeah. facilitates our yeah. ability and, to and do And the so. fact that it has stayed a connecting thread for us, you know, well for you guys at five, least <laughs> five ten years on. Well, I mean, you're still doing this. You still do like I still I come up counts. to do do streams with you, like. Like yes, we don't do it as much. We we can't. We have other things in our in our life, but you know. But like For it's sure. still something we fall back on with with fond memory. Yeah, I I like that a lot. Although you know, I I have one funny story to tell about. This I've whole got thing. several, but yeah, keep um, going. Uh, it was in high school. Uh, for me, I never really fully answered this question. What does multiplayer mean to me? Um. Mm-hmm. Until League of Legends, playing it with you guys, and that wasn't until, like, 2014. Mm. Up to that point, that was mostly single-player. Like, I I played a lot of single-player games, and to this day, when I want to play a video game, I don't even think about multiplayer. Like, it's not that I'm against it, it's just, it's not something I lean towards. Um, Um, I think You used to lean towards Smash quite a bit. Even so, that was just like a local party game that, you know, I mostly played single player, but when you guys wanted to play, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a large part of the reason for that, like my kind of mindset towards gravitating towards uh, single player games comes out of the fact that, I don't know, I felt kind of alienated in my gaming interests, especially growing up. Um, 
for those of you who don't know, I am a big Nintendo fan. I am the resident Nintendo guy on this channel. Um, the rest of you guys grew up with Sony platforms, and that actually goes for, I think, everyone uh, else on the channel. In our age group, I should say, because yeah, yeah, in our, our age, age group, group is just past the height of Nintendo and into the height of Sony. We are right. Yep. We are so, our so nostalgic Adam, child. Daniel, yeah. Henry, Chase, Tyler, you guys all grew up with PlayStation twos. Yeah. And our, I yes. I grew up with a Nintendo sixty four. I didn't even have that generation. But as mm-hmm. a result, like I leaned towards the single player games, and I remember distinctly. Because I kind of felt embarrassed about this. I remember I was in band practice for graduation. And I was sitting next to uh, the brass players. um, And they were talking about, dude, I'm going to go play Call of Duty later. It's going to be awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to go play Super Mario Galaxy. And then one of them looks over at me dumbfounded and says, did you just say Super Mario? (laughs) I'm like, you know, maybe I should keep this underground. (laughs) And... All I, I think, remember is the Smash Bros. tournament you people were holding illegally on the spare TV under the stairs during the performance of some that. musical or another. Oh, that <laughs> wasn't you, Jeff. That was Chase and someone else. There was like oh. four, there was like four oh, of them. They had them. like an old GameCube, and they were playing yep. one Smash Bros. or oh, another. Oh, I remember I that. Which one. And they were like, the problem oh. is that the spare TV, like they, like there's... Like, in the auditorium, there's, like, room under the stairs. Like, there's a back stairway to head up to the balcony. And during the performance, I'm, like, running up and down these stairs to get to my spotlights and back down to the front. And there's, like, four of them in my way playing Smash Bros. on the spare TV because they're in the chorus and they're not needed for another hour. And I'm, like, climbing over them and I'm, like, oh, you guys! Like, "Ah, I shake my fist impotently as I'm, like, calling ass fast so well. God bless their soul. (laughs) They're just like, eh, fuck, we got a bear to do. And you gotta be impressed with these people because they managed to talk to the teachers to set up a system where they could grab one of the uh, TVs that you roll in to like play the VCRs on and hooked up their GameCube to it and had managed to roll it to that location and were no, playing no, Dino, it. There was always a TV stored there. Like oh. they stored the spare TVs. Like you know how there's a TV they'd roll into classrooms to show a video every now and again? Right, that's, what like, that's not a thing anymore. Now they have projectors and everything, but like they uh, still had some of those TVs around yeah. during that time, and that was just where they tucked one away because it was spare space that was flat and you could roll stuff in and out of. And so it was just sitting in the back, and there were plugs, and so they'd run a cord down around the corner, plugged everything in, and they were sitting there playing on the spare TV. Like that was not supposed to be there. Like at one point, because they were getting in my way, I was like, I will tell the tell the teachers about this. You know, get out of my way because I'm trying to get there for the next scene. I can't turn the lights on to get there. To think about it this way, like, had I known that that kind of community existed in high school earlier, like, I felt like that weird kid that liked Nintendo games. If I knew about that, I probably would have been more into multiplayer. Yeah. So, like, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. I, I, um, it's fun to think about what could have been, you know? Like, like, I would I be more multiplayer driven if I had had that experience? Maybe I don't know, but as a result of the experiences I do have, 
I am very single-player oriented. Multiplayer is fun, but it's not something I think of to do very often. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, Han, I, I interrupted you there, though. What? No, you Gucci. Um, yeah, so, like, we... <clears throat> to to go back to Adam's story of them playing on the television and that, I was, in, I was partially in the group for them playing Smash Bros. on, like, random televisions throughout the school and everything. And uh, the one time we ended up setting up in that hallway and it was during, like, school hours. It was, like, during one of our stupid um, study halls. And uh, we were just starting to get playing. And also, uh, Mr. Faulkner, our principal, ended up walking. And he's like, guys, you, you can't be doing this. You, you got to be somewhere. You can't just be playing. And we were playing in that little hallway going up to, like, the top of the auditorium. And that. <laughs> we're just like, oh, oh okay, funny. whatever. And it was just so dumb because it's like... We had all of our work done. There was nothing left. This is like towards the end of the, our senior year, and it's like we just need a television. We had like, senior. We could play anyway. We don't really give. Yeah, we just we just don't give a shit where we play. It's like we just want to play the game, and it's like no, nope, sorry, can't do it, folks. It's like God damn, what a pain in the ass. It's like it's well, like, yeah, but like the in the back hallway by the emergency exits and the stairs, like they need to be somewhere. Like if there was a something, they could you know know where you were. That's fine. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, we just needed a television in one of the study hall classrooms to use, and we would have yeah. been content. That's the thing. We, yeah. we were fine I, I, with I, I anywhere. Just, I just... understand what you're talking about. That just, <sighs> but no, I just, I just, just remember huge... you guys doing that. Not you specifically. I don't think. Yeah, but no, like, I was helping you run lights and you stuff. Were helping, I wasn't part of that. I don't know <laughs> if that was the year you helped me run lights or not. But like, yeah, you were actually helping. It was. It was just. It sticks in my mind because remember I was talking about you know overstressing myself. I got way i went way too deep in some of these school musicals and like i was like doing all this one year i was like running a spotlight running the light board sometimes and i was on stage in the chorus like i was just doing like so many things at once and it was like it got super stressful because like there was like one time where i would like come into school or i'd like come into school like in like first period i'd have study hall or or something and i would literally be like hauling cords and stuff around the school and um and loading up and rewiring things and then i have study hall at the end and like from 2 15 to whatever this la the last period study hall started till five o'clock or six o'clock when rehearsal started i'd be there working on the tech side of a production and then i'd have rehearsal till nine then i'd go home do homework go to bed do it again and like i'd run myself right so like this was just just to put the mindset i was like super into it killing myself like juggling a bunch of balls at once and here i am running from place to place desperately trying to make sure we get to get our timings on and we don't have big lags between the scenes i'm trying to climb over four people playing smash bros in my hallway you know quick uh, <laughs> quick aside henry uh you guys had difficulty um ascertaining where to play smash bros during your last uh study halls can you imagine like being in that situation now where we have these portable systems that are capable of playing smash bros like like that now uh, imagine okay. if you all had switches back then oh my god it'd be so different <laughs> it'd be so different we would just be in our different study hall classrooms just playing there probably on like the school network or some form or fashion of it yeah mm -hmm. like I mean that's an entire I, podcast I admit, discussion by itself. One of my but, like 
that, that I I love to think about. You know, you guys were struggling to find a TV, and kids nowadays can just like, hey, let's bring our switches. I don't I don't know if Henry was part of this. I don't remember him, but Chase asked me, and I forget who he asked of the teachers. I don't know who he had asked. He must have had someone who was on good with him, but they gave me permission to let them hook some console up to the um, auditorium projector. So they're sitting oh, in the front row of the auditorium, and there's the game on the screen. So I put the screen down, plugged in the projector, and turned it all on for them. Uh, and they, I forget who it was, Chase oh, and so a couple good. others, they're playing. On, I had them up on the auditorium enormous projector. And so by the oh, end of it, we had, we like, had a with. bunch of people like, I'm next! Like They're all sitting there in the seats like... <laughs> Oh man, that this was really is a fun. different culture I wish I knew about, you know? I like, had to run oh, such a cord to fucking get everything plugged in. That oh, was a pain. The underground was amazing in our school. <laughs> now, oh, the, yeah, the underground, I, but like I, what we were doing in our senior year when we were bored to death might be oh. more accurate. Now, I, I have a random got away with. I have a random memory to share with Dan. Um remember when you and I were pretty into Smash Bros Brawl and uh-huh. like uh, speaking back to this projector screen, uh, I remember like we really liked the opening theme to Smash Bros. Brawl with the uh, Latin lyrics and all that. Oh my god, and we tried to get our choir teacher yes, to, to, to perform it. Oh, with the kids. Oh my god, I remember that. And, and I, I remember when... Oh. Um, I remember you and I were thinking about this. I remember like, having the pamphlets being like, yeah, what do you think? Because we're showing our vocal, our uh, choir teacher. She's just looking at it like, yeah, this is this 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 is cool. <laughs> In a very um, you know, <sighs> kind of motherly or grandmotherly way, like oh, like that goes right up on the fridge, and yeah, it goes nice. directly in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say directly in the trash can, but she definitely looked at the song, and went, okay, this is. I don't think I could coordinate this easily. <laughs> One of the things I remember is uh, you and I were like thinking, what would be so fun is if, like, while we're like nearing the end of the song, like the projector screen comes down and like we're just playing a random match of Smash Bros on it. Okay. Body for mine. My turn to crack the reins. Okay, let's get back on topic here. Yes, we are video game nerds, audience. If you didn't get that in the last 15 minutes. For sure. So, so let's, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but we got to wrap this up sometime in the near future. Eh, We we still got a little Okay, we got some time still. Well, let's, let's, let's um, condense this. Let's kind of pull it back on track here. We're getting, we're getting sort of. Right, so, so one thing that I went into this thinking, um, I was comparing video games to other hobbies, mm. and I was thinking, what brings me into video games over other hobbies? But from these conversations, it kind of sounds like we have other interests outside of gaming. Um, where does gaming fall with those hobbies? Is it a priority in the hobbies side of things? Or is it something that goes on the back burner if we want to do, like, by default, is video gaming one of our more prominent hobbies? Or is it something else? I know for me it's definitely more prominent, but I'll get to that. What do you think, Dan? 
is gaming something that you would like to do over watching movies, over reading books, or what other, what other hobbies you have? Or... I mean, golf, cars. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, like, we're talking hobbies. It's a wide field here. It's a very wide field. And what was funny was the things that Jeff was recommending. Jeff's like, why do you like it more than books? And do you like it more than movies? And I'm like, well, video games is an interactable movie. And video games uh, is, well. is a book brought to life. <sighs> oh. That's a whole other discussion, but continue. You okay? You, you little, nice you got you got some blockage. <laughs> yeah, got some blockage. Got a problem got, with that. I'm, I'm hitting the object button. But by the way, if, make, if Jeremiah makes that sound, you might need to be a little worried. <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> Stinky future in a, in a, the next little bit of time. But uh, okay, sorry. Continue. But no, I. Uh, why would it replace other hobbies? I feel that. A hobby is sort of an extension of oneself, or it's used as a um, sort of a, I don't want to say crutch. Crutch, is, crutch does not explain the word very well, but sort of a assistant to our complicated lives, providing us with either mental or social stimulation to sort of help the quieter moments in our life when you know we miss things like that we miss talking to people so we get onto a multiplayer game we miss um feeling mentally uh <laughs> saying mentally active is a weird phrase but it gets the point across just doing things that stimulate us and sort of encourage thought instead of having the same thoughts tumbling around in our mind getting polished into oblivion as we sand it to nothing. So... Uh-oh, he's getting poetic, folks. Oh, you shush. I like being poetic. It, I think it's one of my favorite features. Adam hates, Adam hates it because in the end of the day, Adam's like, you just said the same thing three times. I don't mind poetic. Similes. I just... <laughs> Yes, but I, I prefer short verse to long verse poetry here. You can get very, well, uh... The poetry speaks it, to it people in different ways. It runs the family, as I'm aware, Adam. Mm. I mean, I could, I could be poetic, oh, shots but, like... fired! <laughs> but, uh... But, uh... But, yeah, um... So, you're saying that, like, gaming doesn't really fall into, like, a ranking for you. It's just another one of those outlets for you. I, I would say it's an out... I would say it is a, uh, it's an outlet, but at the end of the day, gaming can be classified into the main section as hobby. Like, why do yep. people do hobbies? And hobbies are typically seen as um, expression or to help provide something for the the individual. I was going to say hobby because okay. because there's a lot of different simple like multiplayer games where people get get on there just to be social and you know just to feel like they're having social interaction there are some games adam notoriously uh he plays grand strategy which are games of deep thought and have deep interest because adam adam has a lifestyle right now where he's outside the digital world it's very flat it's very calm uh, it's don't, very don't try and tell me what what my life is right now Daniel. simple 
Adam, you went up to a barn, fed some cows, came down. Yeah, but, but and we're in a podcast. Don't, don't make it about me, Daniel. Not, not, not like. <laughs> like this, I have this always more enjoyed grand strategy, even when I was working in a research lab, Daniel, for like eight uh, hours a day and doing extremely complex tasks. I still like to play grand strategy, so uh, like it, it doesn't necessarily reflect what's going on outside. So I'll just counter your point right there. Hmm. But to um to be more specific, Dan, for you, um, where do where do games fit in your list of hobbies? Well, I find it's a way I can ex- express myself and just try to do things that I like. Okay, I, I think that's a, a good wrap-up for that thought there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, like, where does that mesh with other hobbies that you have? Oh, a lot of my hobbies these days are more of attempting to have self-growth, self-development to an extent. So a lot of my hobbies are I've taken up running, uh, getting back into learning about things, hearing what's happening in the world, hearing what's effective for handling people with uh, mental abnormalities. And things along I'm that line. Getting better at your job. Yeah, getting, getting better at my job. I don't. I don't want to emphasize that too much because. Well, yeah, saying it like that sounds very clinical, but like. Right, but no, yeah, it's all self improvement right now. I so I I'm not gonna lie. I've gotten more into VR games just because of the physical aspect of it. But, in in I think in the beginning. Quite a bit of the games were, for me, like I said, I thought games as an escape. So, as as my life as my life has moved on and I've become more social and more outgoing, I've uh, changed how I use video games and made them a motivator for helping me change my lifestyle. Very interesting. All right. What about you, Han? Where do where do gaming where does gaming fit with your hobbies? Or with your other hobbies? Where would you rank it? Yes. Um I don't know, I'd say it's probably on par with my other hobbies, realistically. Um uh, right now it's Right now, I've pretty much gotten back into, like, card games and stuff like that. Like, uh, a couple years ago, I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh! And that was a pretty big stretch that I was relearning how to play that freaking game. And then it ended up turning into Magic, like, a year and a half ago. So now Magic's a pretty big uh, alternative hobby for me. And then it's, like, video games are still, like, on par. So, realistically, they're, like... Easily, like, negotiable for the amount of time of my day that they can take up, you know? Um, okay. So they're not, they're not like, overbearing, and they're not, like, completely off the radar. They're just, I don't know. Kind of like a happy medium there. Like, it, like, it's one of the hobbies that you do, but it's not the main hobby, nor is it, like, just one of the side hobbies. It's pretty much on par with your other interests. Yeah, and I mean, it, it fluctuates, obviously, and, like, some 
for some stretches, it's like, all right, more video games than anything else, but it's also like, all right, I could easily take them off, like, the main burner and throw them on the back, and then it's like, all right, going to focus on the other shit that really has my attention uh, this current moment in time, so. Okay. Yeah. And to bring that back to the original question of why you play video games, I think that is pretty well dictated in your ability to be a fluid gamer, a fluid hobbyist, if you will. You have varied interests, and your ability to go between them is pretty interesting, if you ask me. I don't know. Play my attention span more than anything else. (laughs) I've tried to put it in a nice way. (laughs) Nah, fuck that, man. ADD, ADHD, one of those stupid fucking things. But I do think that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. If nothing else, like, I like it because it gives me more, like, reasonable flexibility for just, like, I don't know, conversations as well as just, like, the ability to just, like, grasp different topics in general for certain things. It's it's just nice being able to, like, openly accept for those kind of things and, uh, I don't know, just make them a decent part of uh who i am for that for that fun shit so yeah i i think that's cool what about you adam uh you mentioned that you like to uh read books is that's one of your main interests and knowing you uh like you said you read through a hundred books in a year on in a good year on average i'd say would be a good to put it do games uh go to the back burner for you then or are they still one of your main focuses for hobbies well first first thing the first thought i had when this when you asked this question was do we count are we saying video games or are we talking games because ma- i do play magic as well and so video games particularly particularly like yeah um so i was gonna say like video games are something where like I enjoy doing them, but I rarely would schedule around them, if that makes sense. There's something I I pick up when I have have time and Mm -hmm. sort of nothing else. Like, if I have a really good book I want to read, I'll often... Like, the the only time that I, I, like, put the exception to that is, like, sometimes if someone's... Like, if a group of friends are on playing a video game i will like because we actually like have had like everyone's here like this is my chance to like play with them i'll like put other things aside and like schedule i'm gonna play this game with them now but other than that when like there's a group of friends on that i I really want to play with yeah if i'm reading a book i'll probably read the book before i play a video game um sometimes you know, I'm not into a book at the moment, and I'll be pl- I'll play video games instead. But like, um, yeah, if I'm into a book, that first, if I'm like being part of a production, community theater production before all this COVID and stuff, we actually had those. Like when I'm doing those, barely any video games or other stuff. I'm like hyper focused, or not hyper focused, but I'm like that's where my attention and like my extra energy is going. These these extra things that we do, those that's you know, I put my energy there. So it's not, yeah, like, I guess video games is sort of like my, my fallback pattern, my holding pattern, like, I don't have a book I'm really interested in right now, I'm not working on anything now, else, let's see what, like, what I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna preface this with, I don't want this to come off as a negative connotation towards games, but it mm-hmm. sounds like for you, 
and games kind of fall into the filler category of hobbies. Uh, like, don't take that as a negative connotation. Like, oh, if no, you have not. time between your other hobbies, that's something that you would re- like to fill your time with. Um, how about yes, asterisk? What's the asterisk? Yeah, let me, let me get into the asterisk. Most of the time, yes. And there are games where, you know, you kind of just come back to them, you can play them whenever there's a... Once in a while, I will stumble across a game that does capture my attention in a way that, like, I want to do this now. And I will put other things aside, to, to, to other hobbies aside to focus on it. But yeah, in general, I think I think you're right. It's sort of like the filler fallback um, position. I, I think that's not for me. That's not a not a necessarily a wrong. It's not that I don't enjoy them. I do enjoy them quite a lot. It's just that unless like something specific, like unless a a group of people is go- are going to play it with me, be that you know some some commander and magic or. You know, we have a, a full thought. We have a group to play league with, or we're going to play a, a, a campaign in some grand strategy game. Like, if there's other people involved, sure, like uh, let's do that. Like, I'll jump. Like, I'm not going to say no for the most part. Uh, I'll might, maybe if I'm really into a book or something, I might consider it. But like for the most part, I'll be on board with playing a game with them. But if it's just single player for my own enjoyment yeah they're sort of it's sort of something i fall back to okay okay that's an interesting perspective and i think that for me i i largely line up with that to be honest like i have a very big interest in the games that i i would almost go so far as to say i'm passionate about my nintendo games in particular but other games too Still, those fall on the back burner for me when it comes to my hobbies, when I have time. Uh, My main hobbies being karate and content, at least, I hesitate to say creation because it's mostly live streams. But, you know, gaming as a hobby, just sitting down to play a video game for my own enjoyment... It doesn't happen very often. It's one of the filler activities that I might do if I have time. Like I said earlier in the podcast, the last time I even did that was back in July. And then the time before that, I can't even remember. Like, maybe some Minecraft before we I started the stream series on it. But for the most part, gaming as a hobby for me has kind of fallen off and fallen to the wayside. And... I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, it's a hobby that I very much enjoyed as a kid, but now it kind of falls in a last place sort of position in my hobbies. Never really would have thought that that happened, but it did. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just a thing, you know? It's a terrible thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Ah. <sighs> And I think that that largely falls down to the fact that I just don't have the time anymore. Uh, I I don't know if this is going to get a little too meta, too, like, behind the scenes for me. But I go to work every weekday from, like, 8 o'clock to 4.30. 
sometimes later if I have a lot of overtime to do. I was talking to Henry this next week is going to, or and Daniel too, next week is going to be probably a 50 to 60 hour week for me. Um, and then I come home more often than not, I make dinner and I want to have that ready for Sky who has been taking care of Jeremiah all day. Um, and then I have other stuff I got to do. I got to make sure that the bills are paid for the house. I got to look at this event over here. Uh, What did the previous owner of this house do this for? Um, I got to make some calls like for this contractor who's going to come fix our windows. I have all these things. And then Monday, I've got my karate classes. Tuesday, I got to watch Jeremiah when Sky goes to dance class. And then I still got to make time for family and everything like that, which is more complicated when you're married. (laughs) But as a result of that, I have very little time for myself to spend on my hobbies. And more often than not, when I sit down to play a video game, it is to work on this Yoshi video I'm working on. It's to do a live stream. It's not just to sit down and enjoy a game. And when I do, it's just, I'm tired, man. Like, I want to unwind and play a game that's familiar. Play something that I don't have to think too much about. One I of those things, that... like, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, you, how can I say this? You cherish video games. Like, you, oh, yeah. You, you think very fondly of them. Like, you are making content about them, so you're, like, involved with them. But it's, it, it's, it's something that you've, um, oh, I hesitate to say outgrown, but, like, I, I'd say that's a good word for it. Like, like it, gaming as just a hobby by itself. I always wondered what it meant when people said, you'll grow out of video games, you'll you'll grow out of this, it's something that you'll grow up and not do anymore. And I always thought, why? Like, you know, I've seen dad play video games before, like, it's not something that adults can't do, but I, get, I think I get it now. Like, yeah, I, it's something I, I don't have the time for anymore, but if I had more time in the day, I probably would. Yeah. I probably it, would spend more time on it. Yeah, it's like one of those things where, like, you didn't grow out of it, and it's it's like it's no longer something you don't want to do. It's right. just that it's just I grew out of it in the in the kind of perspective that I have more important things that need to be done now. Yeah, and like if are, I have time, great, but that's part of being a grown up. Yeah, and and it's yeah, and, and it's just something like, and like sometimes I feel like. I want to say the older generation, but like sometimes, like older people are like, "Oh, you know, you'll you'll grow out of it. You'll no longer want like they'll be childish." Right? And it's just like, "Well, no, I still want to play them. It's just that I, I've grown up and I can no longer like." What did you do when you were, you know, a teen in school or whatever? Like, I'm sure you had hobbies or things that you do that you no longer can invest. Oh yeah, you know, time into like you, you used to. These like we would like to. We still play them when we when we can. Or you, you still you, know, you still play them when you can, but you can't. Um, you, they're no longer like you're. Like, they're no longer like something that you're like. You, your life is not built around them. They're no longer like such a big part of your life or such a pillar of it. There's something you're very fond of. Oh and, yeah, and, and like you'll be, and you still do them, and you still play them, but you, it's more limited. It's it's a it's a yeah. And yeah. as an interesting aside to that, um. I opened up Steam on my computer for the first time in a while, and yeah, right? Um, But I just felt like poking around at it for a bit, 
and I was I got to my info section where I filled in like the description for myself, how I would describe myself on Steam, and one of the lines I say is, I can be fairly critical of game design, as that's a field I've grown to be somewhat passionate about in recent years. And although I'm not a game designer myself, I'm decent at picking out a game's strong points and its weaknesses, and so on and so on. But I think that's still true. Like, it's something that I'm still passionate about to some extent. It's just I don't have the time for it as much as I did before. And so you're going into that phase of your life where you will have less time for it, and then eventually you'll have more time for it again. Yeah, like when Jeremiah gets old enough, I, like like he'll want like to play Sky with needs you, to but, Sky yeah. needs to take care of one of her grown up things. I can sit there and play Super Mario World and keep Jeremiah occupied, and I love I look forward to that day with eager anticipation. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, and it's just yeah, it, it's funny how it's. It's it has become the comfortable thing that you fall back on, which is why I think you play like right in your nostalgia zone. And oh, yeah. I, I I find it so funny of who Oh, someone was someone said, you know, how like I said, Oh yeah, there's Jeff and he plays Nintendo and Oh, who's oh, it doesn't matter who said it. They're like, Well, how can you play that? It's like the same you know, it's the same thing and it's it's not like new or or, you know, it's like these these other games are newer, and I hesitate to use the word edgy, but they're you know like they're they're high art almost in comparison to some of this Nintendo stuff, and it's like yeah, but Jeff doesn't want to play high art; he wants to play something familiar and fun. He's not playing umpteen hours of this a week where like it it becomes boring. It, it's like that that thing with like especially when I was in college, like when I was in high school more. I read a significant number of the classics in amongst my things. And as I got older and I had a bunch of other things to do, I don't pick the classics up very often. Do I? I, They're... How can I say? They're... They're not fun to read, is necessarily... Like, like they make you think they're, like, excellent books and, like, they, they do all these things. But, like, sometimes... I just want the frilly frou frou, you know, pastry cream puff version. Like, like it, it becomes like, oh, like I, love that. I, I want the the light crispy snack. Like, I don't want this heavy. Like, I don't have the time to like really digest this. I just want something that's you know fun and playful, and I'm just reading it now because like it's like yes, if I'm reading, if I'm like treating books or video games or anything as an art form or as a type of expression, like I can appreciate like this game, like, mm, yes, it's wonderful, you know, deep thoughts and everything. I would like my fried pickle spear now. Like, <laughs> like you understand and, what I'm and saying? And that's where, I think that's where I'm at. I'm just, I've got too much other stuff on my plate like, and for the games, I just want to make room for that fried like dill, when you're, uh, dill pickle spear. Yeah, like, like when That's you're, all I got room for right now and that's what like, I want. Like when your plate's super full and everything and someone's like, I'm going to roll out the perfect beef wellington and someone else is like, here's this Andy's mint. You're like, now that beef wellington looks fantastic. I'm sure you spent hours making it very high class. Like, give me the Andy's mint. I really just don't yeah. have room. Like, I, that's, like, I, I think that's, I think that's where I'm at. And like, like, and that's, I think, I think a point sometimes like when you see like, 
critics review video games as I'm talking about. It's like, yes, if you spend your whole life, like, with video games or, like, looking at this as, you know, an art form or judging it or anything, sometimes you're like, why, why is this here? Why does this do so? I can't believe this does so. Like, what is this? And it's like, yes, for, I can, I can even understand from, like, a more, I'd say a more objective sense, but, like, like a more objective sense, like, farther out, yes, it's not high art. It's not, like, you know, going to, it's probably not going to improve me as a person or, like, do anything, but, like, I got enough of that already. Thank you. Like, I want the, something a little lighter on the old palette, the, yeah i think that very much describes my well simultaneously my gaming habits and my genre of choice and like why i play the games i do but yeah that's a good wrap-up i want my frilly fruffy cream puffs yeah (laughs) i don't have time for anything else i don't have room on my plate yeah and now for the the wrap-up point that i was trying to draw this to is that for like the whole podcast i don't know if this is quite the end yet but are, are we're we almost getting... there okay we're almost so, there. so like as like a like an overarching thing is why did we want to start with this topic or podcast this point that we've gotten to for the most part like like when we talk about video games like like our perspective on them is sometimes is different and we, and we wanted to sort of put out there why our perspective is different where we're we wanted to like context as a thing for the rest of this series. Like, Hold on just a sec, Adam. Uh, Daniel, did you fall asleep? It sounds like it. Damn, he out. Damn! I didn't know I'm I was not. that boring. <laughs> Jeff, Damn, we're getting Adam. old! We can put people to sleep! We're becoming our parents! It's like me, it's like our dad's talking! Oh, no! Dude, we're getting there. We're, we're at oh, that point. Oh, no, Jeff! But I think I... I'm gonna go ahead and mute Daniel here. <laughs> but, you can just well, you don't need to mute him. You, well, yeah, leave him unmuted. We can just cut it from the. But um, it's an independent audio track, so. But I think that to wrap it up, you're right. The reason that we chose this topic was because we wanted to kind of outline where we're at, what we're about, why do we play video games. That's a big kind of part of why we think of games the way we do and going forward that's kind of a frame of reference that we'll be approaching these other subjects from uh this why we play video games is very influential in how we think about other gaming topics too so to wrap up uh why do we play video games well we've got daniel here who he plays games to uh do we have the angels well, we had we had to Daniel. <laughs> we had a Daniel who plays video games because he wants to escape into a world where the characters and worlds encourage you to continue. They, it's an encouraging kind of push, but he also does it for self improvement. Uh, and the games that he plays as a result of that motivation are telling. Um, he likes his puzzles he likes his stories he enjoys vr for the physical aspect of it that's part of his motivation we have adam who has formed some of his deepest friendships and relationships through games and also has the ever-working mind that yearns to be occupied by a challenge yet something controlled and something he can relax with we've got henry 
who is a very fluid gamer who has a variety of interests in games, a variety of genres, a variety of even different hobbies outside of games that make him adaptable to different situations. And we've got me who likes to play games as a familiar experience to fill in the time between responsibilities. And I think that those reasons for the games that we play for why we play games is important to our mindset on other topics. Yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, very well wrapped up. Any further comments, Henry? I was going to say, I'll open the floor, but it's really just Henry. <laughs> I am the floor. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're under it. Underneath us all the time. What happens when you listening. pour a liquid out onto the floor? It's the floor now. <laughs> I am everywhere. <laughs> Well, Henry doesn't I fill have the, the voids. floor. He is the floor. <laughs> what, what was, I've ascended beyond this peasant floor. What, what was the what was the one quote? Because I was redecorating my house. I had a bottle of quick epoxy cement that I mixed up and proceeded to knock over. This is now the floor. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm good. I don't I don't really have anything to add to this. Okay, so we, we can probably just cut this a little bit out. Yeah, but I just I just wanted to make sure that we weren't. Uh, like, if you had something else, some other point that was sticking in your mind, anything get out there, this would be the this would be the moment before we, we go into wrap up. This is the moment. <laughs> Poor Danny. Um, I feel bad, like he probably had lots of other insights for us, but And now we'll never know. Until next time. Until next time on the Gaming Corner Podcast. Um yeah. See you we're gonna then. We're Buh-bye. gonna have no, no. We have other things to say. Just <laughs> goodbye. We have a no, few Henry. last wrap up points. The the bulk of the discussion <laughs> is is over. I do believe. So the next podcast will probably be in about two weeks, mm-hmm. um, and we'll be tackling more concrete topics mm-hmm. uh, from here on out. Uh, and I look forward to covering those with you guys. Um. We look forward to your questions. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like us to address on next time's show, feel free to drop them in the comments or chuck some questions in the Volatile Upgrade Discord channel. Uh, we'd love to address your questions and get your feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I also want to say I have two shout-outs. Well, one shout-out and a plug. Uh, Daniel, who is asleep right now, uh, he has a Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash dancewarrior777. If you want to get a little bit of a better look into the window of Daniel's gaming mind and the games yeah, that he likes to play. A, there's a phrase. Go ahead and give him a follow over there, guys, and check out his streams. He's a very energetic guy, and you can be he'll keep you entertained. very entertaining. And, especially uh, if you, like, interact with him. Oh, my goodness. And a quick plug for myself, I am the Yoshi Fanatic here on YouTube. Uh, I have a Twitch channel, but I'm still working through some issues with that. So right now I'm just on YouTube, and I'm working on some videos that I'm very much looking forward to sharing with you guys. So feel free to look me up on YouTube, subscribe, and I hope to catch you in my next live stream. What about you, Adam and Henry? Do you have any places that you want to direct our fans? No, because I don't post or do anything really online so no not really i mean it, you'll see me coming up here for uh zelda month with i'll be joining jeffrey for his live streams yeah i um 
<laughs> I did not get that CDI emulator working. I'll be playing Zelda Minish Cap. Oh. Faces of Keep Evil in the future, but I'm not there yet. I tried. I, I, I will get there, I promise. I'd still like to come up for those. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But until then, you can catch Adam, Henry, and the rest of us right here on the Gaming Corner Podcast. Uh, we're here on YouTube, and we plan to upload these to iTunes and Spotify. So search for us on those websites as the Gaming Corner Podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll catch you next time here on the Gaming Corner Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Love yous.